In uncertain days, it is important to remember that our world is getting ready to meet God. We are all getting ready to meet Him. The King is coming. Today, we join Scott Pauley in walking through the final book of the Bible, the revelation of Jesus Christ. watch the news, you listen to the commentators and prognosticators, and you wonder in your own mind, what's next? Well, actually, what's next is not trending on social media. It's not being talked about in the 24-7 news cycles. No, what's coming next is what God said was going to happen. It is not controlled by men. It is under the control of our great God. We're studying through the book of the Revelation of Jesus Christ, and I must tell you that for the last two chapters, boy, we've had a great time, haven't we? Because we've been in heaven. In Revelation 4 and Revelation 5, we've been in heaven. And uh, yet when you come to Revelation chapter 6, we have to come back down to earth. We're moving back down into the valley at this moment to see what is transpiring and taking place at the end of the age, the end of the world. And uh, this is a, a section of the revelation of Jesus Christ that explains the judgment that is coming on this planet. Now remember, it all still revolves around our Lord. In Revelation 4, you'll remember He was the Creator. In Revelation 5, He is the Savior. In Revelation 6, He's the Judge. So there's a progression of this revelation. It's not just about events or people or, or things. It's about God. God says, I am the Creator. I am the Savior, and in the end, I will be the judge. It's like the Apostle Paul saying, Of Him, and through Him, and to Him are all things. So when Revelation chapter 6 opens, here's how it opens. And I saw when the Lamb opened one of the seals. Pause just a moment. Do you see two things that we were introduced to in Revelation chapter 5? First of all, there's the Lamb. The lamb that had been slain, but the lamb that had prevailed. The lamb that went to the cross, but the lamb that rose from the dead. You see, our Lord Jesus, God's perfect lamb, is very much alive. And he's not only very much alive, he has ascended. And he's not only ascended, he's reigning, and he always will reign and rule. So the lamb is the one setting all of this in motion. I, I just want to pause for a moment and say to God's people, some who may be troubled by what's going on in the world and concerned about the future. Friend, your life is not in the devil's hand. And your life is not in the hand of wicked men. Your life is in God's good hand, the Lamb's hand. Are you glad about that? He holds the title deed to the universe. People used to say the devil is in the details. Not for a Christian, he's not. No, the Lord is in the details. So even with what's going to take place on this planet and all of the the things that are leading up to that moment for what's going to happen next. Just remember this, that the Lamb is in charge. He's the one opening the book. He's the one setting it in motion. Now, the second word that we find that we were already introduced to was the word seals. You remember that that book the Lamb held in His hand, the title deed of the universe, was sealed with seven seals. And those seals have to be opened for everything to be fulfilled uh, that the Lord wants to fulfill. So in other words, for the Lord to rule and reign as He desires, these seals must be broken. Uh, these judgments must come. 
And so when you come to Revelation chapter 6, we, we begin a section that is a section of judgment. In fact, there are three sets of judgments found in the book of Revelation. Uh, there are these judgments known as the seal judgments, seven of them. Then there are judgments referred to as the trumpet judgments. We'll come to those. And then the final judgments are the vile judgments, V-I-A-L. The vials are broken, they're open, they're poured out. And these judgments happen in such a way to accomplish God's great purpose on this earth at the end of time. Now, the first judgments, these seal judgments, basically is man having his way. It is wicked men doing what they want to do. And uh, because of that, wickedness and evil, all of the terrible fruit that grows out of it, all of the destruction that comes, all of the ruin that comes, it's, it's basically a glimpse at where sin leads. Sin, when it is finished, always bringeth forth death. Then when you come to the trumpet judgments, the next series of judgments, the devil has his way. The devil's set loose to have his will and have his way on this planet. And by the way, uh, he is a murderer from the beginning. He's going to put every good thing to death. Uh, it all leads to destruction. And then when you get to the final judgments, the vile judgments, basically that's a picture of God's wrath then being poured out uh, from heaven upon earth. So do you see the, the sequence here? We move from man to Satan to ultimately our great God. I don't know about you, but I rest today and rejoice in the thought that man doesn't have the last word and the devil doesn't have the last word. Our God has the last word. And so we begin. Revelation chapter 6, verse 1, And I saw when the Lamb opened one of the seals, and I heard, as it were, the noise of thunder. You'll remember that thunder is often associated throughout Scripture with God's power with God's voice, with Him speaking and decreeing certain things. So there's a sound of thunder and one of the four beasts saying, Come and see. And then in the verses that follow, he describes the first of these seven seal judgments. I think you'll recognize them this way as the four horsemen of the apocalypse. You ever heard that expression, the four horsemen of the apocalypse? You know, Hollywood and lots of other people try to to use that in some theatrical or dramatic way. Uh, first of all, interpretationally, they're not right. And secondly, there's no way they could describe what's about to happen. And so, in Revelation chapter 6, we see four horses. We see the first horse, basically, is counterfeit religion. It is a white horse. We'll come back and talk about that. The second horse, uh, associated here with the second seal, is a red horse. And that is war, blood being shed. The third seal and the third horseman here of the apocalypse is a black horse, and that is famine and pestilence. And then the fourth seal and the fourth horseman of the apocalypse basically represents the ultimate death and uh, suffering that comes because of sin. This is what sin does. This is Look, we're living in a sin-cursed world. This planet, this earth, uh, has the marks and the mar of sin upon it. It's not going to get better. No, it's not winding up. It's winding down until the moment that the Lord brings it all to a, a great end and establishes the new heaven and the new earth. So what's next? Well, 
The next thing on God's agenda for the church is we're going to be with Him. You see, you remember that Revelation 6 follows Revelation chapter 4 and chapter 5. It follows the door opening in heaven, the voice saying, Come up hither, the catching away of God's people into the throne room. So what's next for a child of God? Oh, for a child of God, we're going to be with Jesus. Praise God. We're not living through that judgment. Christ took our judgment at the cross. But what's next for this world? What's next for this world is judgment unlike anything this world has ever seen. And if you're not a believer, you do not know the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. Friend, I want to urge you today, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and be saved. Call on Him now for salvation because you don't want to be on this earth when this judgment comes. If you think that everything we're seeing right now in our world, the war, the pestilence, the famine, uh, the suffering, you think it's bad now? You haven't seen anything yet. These are just the first pangs, if you will, pangs of the real pain that is about to come. This is the first groanings of the earth that is facing tribulation to come. And I want to urge you to get ready today for what's next. The purpose of all Scripture is to see God. In Revelation, the curtain is pulled back and we are reminded not to simply look at world events, but to look to Christ. We hope you will join us next time as Scott Pauley continues our study through this amazing book of the Bible. You may also join us right now for additional studies and a library of helpful resources at enjoyingthejourney.org. You will find several new features at our online home, and we trust they will be a blessing to you as you walk with God. Plan to visit us each day at enjoyingthejourney.org, and we look forward to returning to Revelation on our next broadcast. Keep your eyes on Christ and look up. The King is coming.